0: Hey, what's going on, good people? Welcome back to another episode of Training Well Done, your podcast on the what, the why, and the how of quality training. And you are back with your host, Coach Donald, who has lost his voice a bit, but I still want to get this out for y'all. Um, you know, hopefully you really enjoyed that last episode where we talked about different aspects of running. I want to bring back some strength training piece to this as it gets into November. For a lot of people who do Spring races, like the Pittsburgh Marathon coming up. Uh, a lot of people are finishing cross-country season, and so, you know, looking to get strong for whether it's basketball or spring track. We got we to gotta get it right, and so we're going to talk about that today. But real quick, a couple of things that I want to bring to you. <clears throat> First of all, Saturday, November the 12th, is GHP's grand opening, all right? We got our windows in, we have our gym set up, uh, we're getting a few other things together, but uh, we want to invite you to come to our grand opening. So that is Saturday, the 12th. Uh, we'll have a workout, I'll give some remarks, get a tour. Uh, we have some specials coming up, so uh, make sure to tap in with that. You'll find me on Instagram at Coach andre Donald. Um, also, we got our ebook, our new ebook, Strength Training for Young Runners. Link is in the description. We're going to talk about strength training. Today and you know for some of you who have young runners or you yourself might be that uh, we have a free ebook that will really help with getting you started on the path of getting your body stronger so you can be a more resilient runner and then uh, lastly we just I want to shout out our Community Forge fundraiser um, a couple days from the release of this show I'm doing the EQT ten miler and with that race uh, so the last part of the fundraiser I'm doing for Community Forge raising a thousand bucks to help the organization with being able to continue to support entrepreneurs in the Wilkinsburg and Pittsburgh community, as well as being able to continue with a lot of the neighborhood and community projects that Community Forge does. So check out the link in the description of the show and uh, rock and roll. So here's what i will talk about today, squatting versus hinging. <clears throat> yep. If you're listening to this, you know what a squat is. But what's a hinge, right? So a hinge essentially is like a deadlift style movement or when we look at like a hip thrust. Um, we, while not everything is super simple, there are some ways to keep simplicity in this. Squatting, you can look at as a movement where you are decreasing the joint angle of both the hips and the knees. So if you're standing up straight right now, if you're listening to the show, stand up straight and then do a squat. And so you're going to notice, all right, my legs and my legs are straight. The angles are all like 180 degrees. And then as you squat, you go into 90 degrees. So you decrease the angles of both the knee and the hip, right? Whereas when we're hinging, hinges, your knee is usually in a fixed position. And then your hips are actually the only ones moving for a movement. So if you think about a deadlift, right? Let's say you just do an air deadlift. You bend over for the bar, your knees are slightly bent in a certain position. And then when you do the hip thrust, you'll notice when you start, your hip angle is really low and then you straighten out. Um, If you were to lay on your back and do a glute bridge, a glute bridge is also the same thing or like a straight leg deadlift. Uh, So that's one way to classify this. Another way that people may classify this, which again, it's not an exact thing, but it's a way to just be able to organize exercises as being anterior dominant or posterior dominant. And a lot of people might say that squat, because of the more involvement of the quads, is a more anterior exercise. It's not the case because you use your glutes to squat. I just squatted yesterday, and my butt's very sore right now, so... But compared to deadlifts or really any hip hinge, you don't really use your quads. Hip hinges are all hamstring and glute. Deadlifts, straight leg deadlifts, SLDLs, glute bridges, good mornings. These are all hamstring and glute exercises. Whereas with your uh, squatting and lunging, you are using your quads and glutes. So... Those are a couple of ways to look at exercises. And when we think about putting together a training plan, it's good to have balance. Um, not so much just because of, you know, injury quote unquote injury prevention type of mindset, but also just making sure that, largely just making sure that we are strengthening all of the major muscles of the lower body and being able to adequately stimulate everything. You don't want your quads dramatically stronger than your hamstrings because that can create an imbalance in the knees. It takes a lot to make it dramatically so, but we want to make sure we're addressing that. We need to hit the quads, we need to hit the hamstrings, we need to hit the glutes. And so being able to have that mix of, <coughs> excuse me, and being able to have that mix of squatting and hinging helps you do that. So when you're thinking about either you do full body days at the gym or you have like leg day, quote unquote, when you go to the gym, you want to be able to have a mix of this. Does it have to be exactly a one-to-one? No. Um, but making sure that you are addressing this. And whether it's through lunging, which we would consider in this context, squat, because when you do a lunge, guess what? You're bending the hip and the knee at the same joint. Versus if you were to do an SLDL, you are literally just doing a deadlift on one leg. So that's hinge. Being able to have some balance in the volume of how much you're addressing the tissue there. So when you're looking at, let's say you have a full body day and you pick two leg exercises, it might be optimal to pick a deadlift and a squat. Now, a variation of those, whether it's a kettlebell swing and a goblet squat, you know, because a kettlebell swing is also a hinge, right? It's a push your butt back, drive your butt forward. So whether you divide the exercises that way, or if you have leg day, You can set up your leg day so that you are hitting these different exercises as you go through. Although in reality, yeah, you're going to want to squat, hinge, do some lateral movement, hit the hamstrings, hit the quads independently, hit the calves and all that. So so something to think about when you go to the gym. And then um, as far as, you know, how those exercises progress, you might find that for some of you, squatting is easier for you than deadlifting and some of you might find that deadlifting is a lot easier for your body than squatting for a variety of reasons whether it's the length of your femur or upper thigh bone you know uh not just the length but the anatomy of your legs some people might be more predisposition to that your back strength having a very weak back can make deadlifting quite uncomfortable I'm having a very weak back can make squatting quite uncomfortable. But the when you're squatting, especially if you're doing a front-loaded squat, your back's in a fixed position. So that allows you to get that isometric strength, and it also allows your back to not have to go through the actual extension when you're doing deadlift-style movement. Um, and it's not loaded as much. At least I don't think it is. And so some people, if you have really... Um, Knees that are in a lot of pain, I find that people with a lot of knee pain, especially like, you know, adults or people even recovering from like ACL issues, deadlifting actually, I've noticed in my experience, tends to feel better um, on getting the leg stronger uh, because getting into a squat for a lot of people can be very uncomfortable. And so you may start off with more intense work. <clears throat> you might find your deadlifting being a lot stronger than your squatting and you might be able to do you know, more higher level deadlifts, but you might be doing very basic intro level squats and quad movements to get your knees strong enough to be able to handle squatting. <clears throat> so I just wanted to have a quick episode drop on squatting versus hinging. Um, we use this in our programming at GHP a lot when we look at being able to do, we call it pushing versus pulling squatting being pushing hinging being pulling um and so you know being able to have a mix of making sure we're you know getting squats and deadlifts in some fashion whether that's so with a really advanced athlete where we're more we're a competent athlete in the gym I should say whether we're going to go front squat and then we're going to deadlift or if we're going to take somebody who's a lot newer and we go with body weight squats and wall sits and then they're doing. bridges and exercises like that off the ground. So I want to drop that in there. Uh, my voice is dying, so I'm going to end this. If you, you know, have any questions, please drop a line. Check to, check out the website, www.ghperformance.com. You can drop a note on there if you're interested in training. Um, and let's, you know, rock and roll into the fall here. We're, in, we're knee deep in the fall, so... Keep up the good work, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Ciao.